0: Hello, this is Lukia Giftapulu, I'm news editor at Wealth Manager here at CityWire, and I'm joined today by James Thompson, who's the manager of the Rathbone Global Opportunities uh, Fund, that was one of the very few funds that actually outperformed during the coronavirus crisis and the March sell-off. James, how did you do that?
1: Hi, Lukia. Well, very kind of you to say that. Thank you. yeah, well, we're in the middle of, a, of the deepest recession of our lifetimes, um, but, but stock markets don't always need clarity uh, in order to go up. Stock markets react when, when policy and liquidity is at its greatest, and, and that's what we got uh, in April. But investors are being uh, selective. I don't think they're betting on a synchronized global recovery anytime soon, but they're following the fundamentals. They're buying resilient, uh, sustainable, sustainable, uh, and even a handful of companies with accelerating growth. So, our top performers have been the Corona safe havens.
0: Um, so, uh, which, which would that be then? Well, they're sort of
1: businesses in the stay home, work at home, uh, really sort of fun at home
0: uh, themes. So, uh, your, your number one holding is Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Is that whose share price has gone up by about $1,000 during the crisis? Is that one? area where you would, that, that would, you, you would perceive to be a safe haven in, in times like these?
1: Yes, that's one, been one of the top contributors to performance. But, you know, it's a, it's a company we've owned for almost 10 years now. Um, and I think really Amazon's been a lifeline uh, for consumers uh, in the crisis. And for investors as well, it, it would seem. <laughs> yes, and there's always been skepticism around Amazon. And In fact, I'd say Amazon, uh, when I first started looking at the company, uh, you know, 10 years ago, I, I say it was one of the most hated companies on Wall Street uh, because they were investing so heavily for future growth that they really couldn't promise. Uh, and so now we're really, you know, reaping the benefits of that, both in the in the cloud computing business, which is really accelerated as a result of this crisis as businesses enhanced their digital offerings, um, but, but also Amazon.com, the, the retailer. You know don't forget there are over one hundred million Amazon Prime subscribers who renew every year their seventy nine pound or one hundred and twenty dollars uh, prime subscription. Uh, and that's our real motivator to to get your money's worth uh, on amazon.
0: So, so apart from Amazon, are there any such such companies that you have found fared well during the crisis or that in your port- that you have added to your portfolio as a result of the coronavirus crisis?
1: Yes, I mean, I would, I would point to businesses like uh, PayPal, uh, which is along a similar theme where e commerce is soaring, uh, the use of physical cash continues to, to drop, uh, but really it's consumer habits that are changing. The consumer habits are shifting to online, uh, and, and PayPal announced a, a very sharp increase in the payment volumes uh, and the number of, of new customers. Uh, there have been other companies, and for instance, one of the few companies that we own in the UK, uh, Ocado,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I, th- I think that's the best uh, technology business in Britain.
0: And they have, they have displeased quite a lot of people, though. There are quite a lot of people that are very angry at Ocado these days.
1: Yes, it was, it was tricky for them to be able to ramp up deliveries to, to the level of demand that they were seeing. Uh, they were seeing something like three to four times the level of of demand for uh, their home delivery service that they that they would normally see. So, you know, a business like Acado can't react overnight. But I think what it has done is it's been a uh, a sort of technology and engineering platform that is increasingly going to be adopted by grocery stores and supermarkets around the world who are who were perhaps resistant to it uh, up until now.
0: Mm-hmm. as well. So you, you, you smashed the IA global sector for the three years. When you went into the crisis, were, you, were your positions that were already there, what helped you through it and helped you shine in that period? Or did you change in February when you saw this coming so that you can weather the storm?
1: Well, I think we were helped by as much as the things we did not own uh, going into the, into the crisis. Um, you know, we didn't own any banks, uh, anywhere in the world. Uh, no commodity stocks, uh, no autos, no airlines, no cruise lines, or direct exposure to emerging markets. So those were some of the hardest hit areas uh, as, as we went into the, into the crisis. And, and don't forget, this is a, a growth fund. Uh, we don't own value stocks, uh, which might look cheap, um, but they have much more cyclicality, much greater levels of economic sensitivity. So really what you get with this fund is a global stock picking fund that invests in growth stocks in developed markets. Uh, Companies that I think have sustainable business prospects, uh, resilient, independent and accelerating growth uh, in in a variety of economic environments.
0: Did you take advantage of the March sell-off to actually buy any opportunities that, that were trading at very low prices at the time?
1: Yes, and, and we made some mistakes uh, and, and made some changes. You know, part of the job has been to uh, identify companies where we think there will be lingering problems, uh, even, even as, as we come out of the lockdown and neutralize uh, this virus. So we sold a company that uh, runs franchise gyms in the United States, a company that sells uh, expensive uh, capital equipment that goes into hospitals, uh, and, and even a drinks company that I think uh, really is Going to have lingering problems because their entire business model is is focused on bars and restaurants.
0: Are you happy to tell me which ones they are?
1: Uh, yeah, I can give you a, a few of those. We we sold Planet Fitness, which is, operates franchise gyms in the U.S. We sold uh, Intuitive Surgical, uh, which provides um, uh, uh, robotic surgery uh, equipment in the U.S. But so those were some of the names that we, we sold, I think mistakes that we made and, and that might have lingering problems. But, you know, really the big move was to buy. Uh, you know, in the past three months, uh, we put more cash to work than in any time in the history of the fund. So how, what did you buy? Well, cash levels reached about uh, 7% uh, going up into mid-February. Uh, and, and, and all of that has been uh, put to work. You know, because I believe that, you know, I'm not here to run cash. I'm here to take a fee on cash. Although I must say it was, it was pretty, pretty uncomfortable. So what we have the
0: opportunities.
1: Yeah, we have been buying some new names that I'm, I'm not going to tell you about. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the majority of that money uh, was topping up small amounts across the entire portfolio. Uh, over 200 million pounds worth of, uh, of purchases. And, and really a bet uh, that the strong will get stronger.
0: Would those be names like Amazon, Alphabet, PayPal, which you already own?
1: Yes, uh, some names included in that, but you know, we have 60 holdings in the portfolio, so we uh, significantly uh, topped up in small ways across almost the entire portfolio uh, really in the, in the last three months. Uh, which, which, which felt uncomfortable, but I think with a five-year investment horizon, uh, which is the investment horizon for this fund, I think it will be very rewarding.
0: And the new names that you're not happy to share with me, can we know the sectors that, in which they operate?
1: Yes, uh, uh, they are uh, some companies in the technology uh, sector, companies that benefit from uh, improving e-commerce or uh, this sort of bridge to, to to the new digital world that we are uh, living in. Uh, we've bought a, a company in the industrial space that we think is a coiled spring to uh, to to return to to growth that has been temporarily crippled. Um, so we've 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 taken a few uh, bets in both the U.S. and Europe, actually, uh, where we we haven't really put uh, money to work. Is of course in emerging markets where we really don't have any direct exposure. Uh, and And the u k continues to to lag behind. We have uh, really under five percent exposure to to u k companies
0: so how will you be positioning going forward, assuming that this is not going to end overnight? this is not going to end in the next couple of months. There may be another market route where everything tanks. so have you do you, do you feel that you're well prepared to deal with anything that comes? in this, the current composition of your portfolio?
1: Well, I think investors are paying up for uh, proven growth uh, as global growth becomes increasingly scarce uh, and unreliable. So they're not cheap, um, but, but I think growth stocks are mainly expensive due to their better fundamentals, better visibility, uh, and less uh, economic uh, sensitivity. So I think the growth style, uh, resilience, sustainability, you know, I think that really is uh, supercharged for future growth. And I think that keeps working as a, as a style. Um, I think a lot of the secular growth uh, lives in the U.S. Uh, as that's why we have over 60% of the fund there. Um, and a lot of ideas are coming out of the U.S. even today. And so we've, we've really positioned ourselves in a broad church of technology companies uh, specialist financials, uh, consumer, uh, next generation healthcare. Um, I think you know one of the mistakes that that people might be making is to is to buy the worst performers uh, in the hope that uh, uh, you get a bounce back uh, to pre-COVID levels. You know, I think the the best strategy is to is to back the best uh, where the long-term theme has been fortified.
0: So there was a lot of talk before the crisis about funk stocks, uh, of which you own a few. You own Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft. Find is not a fun uh, a funk stock, but it's within the tech space. You own PayPal, as you said before. There was a lot of talk about another dot-com crash and how this is all part of a big bubble. But going through this crisis, these stocks have actually proven to be the most resilient ones. So do you do you still think that there is Good reason for people to assume there is a bubble, or have these companies actually been integrated into people's daily lives so much that they have cemented their standing within the market?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of technology companies have proven how mission critical they are, uh, not only to businesses, to but to individual consumers, and and I think that thematic has been been supercharged uh, by this crisis. Uh, the CEO of Microsoft uh, just last week said that he 's seen two years' worth of digital transformation uh, in the last two months, and uh, I think that 's a a pretty powerful uh, marker as to uh, how strong this this theme has become now you're right, um, you 're know, right I think the mistake fund managers can make is to put all their eggs into into one basket and believe technology is the answer. Um, but look, you know, I, I think it's important to, to maintain balance and diversity, uh, even within my technology exposure. So I have a broad church of different types of technology companies. Uh, they may be semiconductors, hardware, software, e-commerce, or an internet focused. Uh, you know, we, we want balance and diversity, even in this part of the portfolio, because we don't think it's, uh, technology is a panacea uh, for, for, for this crisis. Um, but we certainly um, have a significant amount of exposure to, to technology in the fund. Um, it seems to have definitely helped. <laughs> yes, it, it, it has been a safer haven uh, in, in, in the crisis. And a lot of these companies are uh, have not only recouped some of their uh, uh, drawdowns that they experienced uh, in, in those early days, but actually hitting uh, new all-time highs. So they don't look cheap. But I think you are you're paying up for for quality, sustainability, and even accelerating growth.
0: James, thank you very much.
1: Thank you, I Have great pleasure.